Good morning. Do we have any first time visitors today? You could please stand. Amen. We welcome you to our church and do hope you felt the presence of God as you enter into the doors. We pray that your visit with us will be most memorable one. Here's, here's where your healing takes place and your deliverance too. You can sing, shout, praise the Lord with us as we enjoy the benefit of this unity. On behalf of our apostles, first lady, and the members of Now Worship Center, we do invite you to come back again. Please fill out the card that Usher will give to you and place it in our offering basket. Amen. Our services are as follows. We have Sunday prayer at 9.30, followed by Sunday service at 10.30. We do have a Monday conference call at 6 a.m. If you need the number and the code, please see me. We will have prior rehearsal at 6.30, followed by Bob study at 7 on Wednesday. We have a birthday. If Archie could please stand for me. He's celebrating his birthday on June the 18th. Amen. It is truly a blessing to be in the land of a living another year. Amen. If you guys could please stand and join me in singing Archie's happy birthday.
and I will read it for everyone this morning. I will be reading from the New Living Translation. And it reads, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. When he asked them, Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Amen? Amen. This morning I just want us to take out the time to realize that we can go off of who Jesus is by other people's opinions or our own. And I know a lot of people focus on Peter and Jesus saying that upon this rock I will build a church. But I want everyone to focus this morning on who Jesus is in your life. I can go off of who I think Deacon is Terry thinks Jesus is, but that doesn't mean that that's who Jesus has been to me at this present moment in my life. So we have to take who Jesus is right now in our life and use it to our maximum benefit. That way we're able to see what all he can continue to do. Amen? Amen. And I love the fact that they each gave who they thought Jesus was in the eyes of other people. But Jesus said, but who do you say I am? And we each have to be able to say who Jesus is in our own personal lives. I don't want to go off of someone else's encounter. Because their situation may never be my situation. Right now, I might need him to be a provider as opposed to a healer. Amen. Amen. So I just want everyone to be encouraged this week as you recognize who Jesus is in your life, specifically for you. Amen. Amen. Together and give God praise today. Those of you who are joining us by let God bless you. Welcome to our service. Isn't it a great Father's Day? I like to say Happy Father's Day to all of the fathers in the house. Let me see the real man wave your hand in here. Ah, amen, amen, amen. Well, we give God praise today. How many of you feeling good up in here? Glory to God. One of one, one of my brothers in the Lord, Chris, old baby, is in the house. Come on, let's give God a big hand praise for him. Amen. He's running an improv here in Tampa, bringing in all the stars. So we honor you, and God bless you. It's good to have you. Let's give him a great big God bless you. Amen. I get a chance to go go down there and and, and uh Pray over them as they go out there and use the gifts that God has given them. So I thank God for him and thank God for what he does for the city. Amen. And bringing entertainment to the city of Tampa. So we give, we give God praise for you. Amen. Hallelujah. How many are blessed to be in the house of the Lord today? I said, how many of you are blessed to be in the house of the Lord today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love this song. I know I sing it all the time. I'm going to sing it and I'm going to preach it.
16. If you need a Bible, we got one in the back. We're going to be reading verse number 1 through 13. Oh, can't nobody do me like
Samuel chapter number 16. Verse number 1 through 13. Okay. Hallelujah. Yes. And Jesse brought seven of his sons, but the one that didn't matter, he left out there with the sheep and uh, and left rugged because uh, he really did not matter at this time. So he brought seven of his best sons, and God said, I don't know any of them. So now Samuel is saying, do you have anybody else? Because I know God told me to come to your house, and I know I'm supposed to be laying hands upon somebody because the oil got to be pulled on somebody. Is there anybody else in the house? Keep reading and fetch him, for we will not sit down until he come Somebody shout, you can't sit. 
and tell I arrived. God, in the name of Jesus, we can adore you, honor and praise. We thank you so much for your word, for your word brings life, God. And we thank you right now. Now, God, I come here to everybody for that every demonic power that we enter this service. I pray, God, that the people will be alert in this service as they receive your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let every heart say amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. You can't see it until I arrive. Uh, at the time, uh, and this is a very familiar passage of Scripture, one that I love to preach from, uh, simply because it's a word, it's a different word every time I look in the text. There's one thing about the Word of God. You can't read it over and over again and not receive something different. You may say, well, I don't know a lot of scriptures and I don't know a lot of chapters and I don't know a lot of verses, but if you know about two of them, each time you recite them, it's going to do something different. Amen, somebody. Amen. That's why you can sit here and you can read the Word of God over and over again and it will never get boring to you because God will always reveal to you the different things that is in His Word. It's about by the word of God that you have the energy that you have the momentum and the encouragement that you have because the word of God will build you up if you're fighting the pressure pick up the word of God if you find being stressed out I dare you to pick up the word of God and you're about to give up and throw in the towel if you pick up the word of God there is life in the word of God and the purpose of us coming to church every Sunday morning is to get a little bit of life so we can fight the rest of the week can I get a witness up here. We don't know what we got to fight on this week, but we are coming here right and ready, prepared to defeat whatever obstacles are in our way. And the blessing of it is, is that God is not going to place on you more than you are able to bear. So if he allows you to go through something in life, he already got a solution for you. So when the enemy said, give up, there's no need to be thrown in the tower. The battle is already won. You cannot handle it, God, when I have brought it to you in your pathway. Now, if we look up in this text, Samuel was a man of God. He was called by God. He was a real prophet of God. He was not somebody that would just come up to you and just make up different things. We have a lot of people that just make up stuff when it comes down uh, uh, to praying over other individuals. And that's why we have to always be alert and be aware and we'll walk and talk with the Spirit of God because when you really have the Spirit of God, people can't come to you with any and everything. They can't come to you with foolishness when you walk close to God. You can tell it from a mile away. You can tell a counterfeit from a mile away. You just can't come to me and tell me anything and I believe it. No, if you want to break, break some trivia, you better have some background, which is the Word of God. And come on, somebody up in here. So he was a real man of God walking and talking over of God, can hear from God, and when he said God says this, uh, you can sit back and, and, and watch God move because he was a real prophet from the Lord, so he could hear from God, so God spoke to him because now Israel wanted a king, and I'm not going to go too deep down into the story, but God chose Saul, and when God chose Saul, Saul did not obey God, God allowed him to be placed in the position, and I want you to understand that God will grant favor on your life. When he places you in a place, you better honor him. Because if you don't honor him, he can remove you. Don't ever think that somebody can't do what you're doing. Don't ever think that everything will go down if you be removed. Well, God always has a 
Sometimes the enemy will try to bring different things into your life to try to make you doubt God. Yes, we all go through trials. We all go through tribulations. We all go through hard times. And we all want a better life. But it's right for you to stop and take time out and say, I do drive a nice car. Let them go. The higher you go, I always say, the more you got to let people go. 
how God told Samuel, okay, uh, uh, you better let, let, let Saul go. Because the time he came, Samuel was on his knees crying and said, God, please, just please, just, 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 just give him one more chance. Give him one more chance. And God said, I'm not going to give him another chance. I have chosen somebody else. Give him one more chance. Give him, give him one more okay, okay, I ain't going to do it. Okay. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. Give me one more chance. She looked at me, you better not do it. So he was on his knees, hollering. Can you just give me one more chance? And God said, Get up. And he ain't giving me no more chance. And you got to know when God tells you to get up and not give anybody any more chances. Because ah, you'll find yourself going around a circle after a circle in life. And you, you just hold it on and say, Came on the way to Jesse's house, and, and, and he went down there and told him that he was going to sacrifice. We were looking for a king, so Jesse said, "Come on in, man of God," because they know he was a real man of God. He said, "Come on in," and he said, "I want to see your sons because I'm here on a mission." Now Jesse brought all of his sons before Samuel at seven one. It is amazing how you be overlooked when gatherings come together. Everybody know what's happening except you. <laughs> you ain't did anything to anybody, but they come together and gather stuff and, and they omit you. They, they will pull together and gather some money to help anybody else, but when it comes down to you, you just should already have it. Doesn't that make you feel left out when, when you're chosen by God? Doesn't it make you feel left out when people can just look at you and think that you should already have what you actually really don't have? And they think that you have it, but you know in your bank account and in your pocket uh, that you really don't have it. What is it that they see that you don't see? Uh, what they see is they see the power of God on you. Uh, people can see how far you're going. Uh, that's why you got the haters that you got now. Uh, that's why you have the, the, the fight people and push people aside. Jesse smiled. 
Come on, y'all come on up here before the man of God. I want y'all, want y'all to come on up here. And, 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 and the man of God looked at him and said, hmm, this is the oldest one. He's looking good. I know that he's going to take the Saul's place, the place to be king. And so he walked up to him and the Holy Ghost told him, no, this is not the one. You're looking because he's built good. You're looking because he's walking like he got authority. And see, your looks can be deceiving. Uh, you can look at somebody and say, hmm, that's the one for me right there. I, I like the way the curves is, and I like the way she's walking, and I like the way she's talking. Uh, yeah, let me look at you, look at you. I like it, no, I can't look at you, this is wrong, that's not for you. And you can... <laughs> woo, woo. But in the house, you're walking in there, and you say, hmm, that's the one right there. Uh, but she may look good on the outside, uh, but the inside, she is stinky. Uh, she ain't gonna wash no clothes or iron anything. Uh, she ain't gonna cook anything for you. Uh, and when she wants somebody else, she gonna sneak out the midnight hour and get somebody else. Uh, that's why she had you working in the midnight. So when God said, leave her alone, uh, don't be looking at the outside like you just can't let it go. Uh, when God said, leave her alone, uh, can you please back it on up? to you. Uh, and it may look like you got a nice job, uh, but God knows that the company is about to go down uh, in the next month to a month and a half. So when God said don't, don't even apply for that company, uh, don't look at how much money you making. Uh, we'll pay you $100,000. Uh, you get $10,000 uh, and the company go down the next month, you be poor for the next year uh, when you could be paid. Y'all ain't gonna help me up in here. Uh, you got to follow God. Uh, what I'm trying to get And all 
almost seven brothers came before Samuel, and God didn't choose any of them. Then Samuel began to question and said, God, I know you brought me here to this house, but there you, you didn't choose anybody. And I want you to understand this, that whenever God speaks to you and give you the dream and give you the vision, and it seems like you can't find nobody in the house, there is somebody in the house. There is an opportunity that God already has designated for you, baby. And I tell you to sit there just a little while longer before you say, I'm in the wrong profession. Sit there just a tad bit longer before you give it up and say, huh, I'm just sick and tired of it. You just need to sit there just a tad bit longer because before God really moves in your life, there's going to be a trial that hits you that you will almost give up on. That's going to be something that hits you in life like it never hits you before. And I dare you to stay right there. I'm closing. I'm, I dare you to stay right there. And as you stay right there, wait a minute, you're falling in, baby. I dare you to stay right there. And when you stay right there, you're going to begin to see what God is doing. Just somebody said they can sit until I arrive. Well, Samuel started looking around and said, hmm, I'm here to bless somebody, but none of these fit. He said, hmm, this is an opportunity that has arose, but nobody fit. And now David is out there hot and sweating, looking all rugged. The Bible called him a little rugged boy. Out there in the heat and in the sweat, doing something that nobody else want to do, watching sheep. Mm, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. And some of you have been out there watching sheep. And you all sweated out. And it looked like opportunities, big opportunities, come to other people. But God heard you while you were out there with the sheep. And God has seen your struggle. And yes, I'm pretty sure David had some hard times. I'm pretty sure David said, I'm sick and tired of being out here in this heat. I'm sick and tired of filling out job applications.